Beach Theory! Welcome back to Season 2, where we talk all about our childhood memories, experiences, and everything that we did as kids. Yeah. This kind of sets a foundation of where we came from before we met. Yeah. And I think that's important to note. Um, what year are we on? Well, um... Let's talk about what happened next. So my parents, my mom married my stepdad um, and he was Bolivian. I, th- I think I talked about this in the last podcast. I can't remember or not, um, but he was great, great guy. He owned his own accounting business. He took over from his father who had done accounting before him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he had never been married, didn't have any kids, but he married my mom who had five kids. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, but you know, my mom was a model, like she was beautiful. So yeah, I think it was easy for her, him to fall in love with her and is beautiful, is beautiful. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. No questions asked. Um, but at the time, you know, I think she was in her early thirties. Okay. Um, and I think that, you know, she's really fun personality, really, really happy person, really, really, really nice, friendly, kind, beautiful, like, literally everything anybody would ever want Mm -hmm. in a, in a good woman and a good wife. And so, um, I think it's no surprise to me that she was only single for a year or less, less than a year before she got remarried. That's a feat in and of itself. And I, the first time I heard that was so amazed because there's a lot of people that, you know, when they have five kids, it's like, well, (laughs) good luck with that, you know, (laughs) but she did it she married somebody who was okay with it and it worked out yeah for the most part you know i think it was rough in some places but it worked out well i'm sure there's a lot more to that story than i'm aware of because i was only six years old when she remarried yeah um and you know when you're six you have a lot of control of your life or your environment so we just kind of go with the flow um and really i think my memories of my life really don't start to pick up until after my mom married my stepdad. So you don't have a lot of memories before. I have very few and I've talked about them memories of my real dad. And so I called my stepdad dad all growing up. I remember my mom asked us kids, Hey, Oh, cause she was pregnant. Um, a couple years after they got married, she was pregnant, getting ready to have Johnny, um, their first kid together. Um, my mom and my stepdad. And she said, you know, your dad would like you to call him dad or your, your stepdad would like you to call him dad. So that way when we have the baby, uh, he learns to call him dad too. Oh, that's an interesting conversation I've never heard about, but you never obviously heard about had to happen because right. I'm sure. So we were like, I remember us kids had just called him John up to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from that day on, we called him dad and I don't have any problems. I never had any issues calling him dad my whole life. And even to this day, I prefer to call him dad, uh, even over my biological father. Um, but just because he was there, he raised me, you know, not, not because of a lack of love, not because of a anything wrong, just that's what you prefer. That's what I prefer. That's what's comfortable. And I'm that's allowed to have normal. a preference. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't think it's fair for anybody to expect me to do something I'm not comfortable with or don't want to do. And yeah, I want to call my stepdad dad and he'll always be my dad. Yeah. No matter what. 
So this was year, what year was this when that happened? This would have been, so they married in 91. Um, Marshall was born in 91. And then I think a couple of years later, I, I don't really remember how it worked. We moved into a house. We, we had been renting when my mom got married. And then we moved into a house when we were, after the divorce, we were living in Ocoee, Florida. Um, and then my dad bought a house in Pine Hills. Um, Which is also known as Crime Hills. <laughs> when I was a kid, <laughs> it wasn't scary. that. <laughs> I guess from everyone that I know in Florida, it's gotten a lot worse. Uh, but mm. when I was a kid, this was the early 90s. Pine Hills wasn't a bad place. Okay. Um, I we, we lived there and that was actually my dad's childhood ho- home where he grew up. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, no, when, I didn't. When I say dad, I mean my stepdad. Um, yeah, so my stepdad grew up just, in that house. Let's just say from Hills. this point on, if you're talking about your real dad, you say real dad. Or biological or father. Or biological father. And Anytime I just casually say dad, I'm probably talking about John. my stepdad. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that was his home that he grew up in as a kid. And his mom owned it and he bought it from his mom. Oh, And then we moved that. into it. And we lived there for four years in Pine Hills. Um, and I have some really good memories from that Is house. Is that the house that had like a little um, entryway thing? Yeah, it had like a front courtyard. Courtyard with a gate in the front? Yeah, so okay. there's like a gate. Um, I a, love that. A metal gate. And it had, we had a little ding bell. And so people were dingling <laughs> the little bell and we'd hear it inside ding the house. Ding, <laughs> And so then we'd come out and open the gate and let people in. Uh, but there was like this courtyard and it had a lot of... Um, plants and flowers and grass and like lawn chairs it was very beautiful shaded all the time um and then we had just a small home maybe 1500 square feet it wasn't very big but it had a few rooms for everybody and a screen porch in the backyard with a nice yard in the backyard and we spent a lot of time outside like i grew up i feel like i grew up in that house like that was my childhood home yeah um because that's where the majority of my memories of my childhood were and then we moved um, in 2000 or in 1997 when I was 11 to Apopka and that was my like teenage home. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, so we're probably looking at, um, 1995 was, is kind of a big milestone. That was about where we're at as far as my memories. Okay. Kind of. That just occurred to me. How many times did you move? All growing up? Yeah, like from the time that you were... I was born in Portland, Oregon. And then up until when you left the house. I was born in Portland, Oregon. We lived in California where Matthew was born. We moved to France. We moved to Florida where Marshall was born. Um, And we lived in a big house. And then we moved to the rental when my mom got the divorce. And then we moved to Pine Hills when my parents bought their first home. And then we moved to Apopka. And then I left home while we were living still in Apopka. So eight? Seven. Seven? Seven times. You used your thumb. No. This thumb was pointed out and then you switched. Portland, me. California, <laughs> France, big house in Florida, rental house in Florida, want. first house in Florida, Apopka. Okay. Seven. So seven times. So yeah. <laughs> I want to count mine now because I know I moved a lot too. I lived in Kansas and then I moved to Spring Glen and then Helper and then Spanish Fork and then another That's Spanish all on fork. one finger. You did this. Helper, helper, Candace. Or like no, <laughs> see, I did it right. You weren't watching. How many, Let me do it what again. What number were we I was on? doing this. Oh, you're counting your other, other hand. other hand, not like one <laughs> finger. 
We're, so if you're only listening to this through a podcast, we also do YouTube videos. And so if you wanted to watch the video, you could see how she was counting in such a weird way. I was doing this. <laughs> Moving this hand. Okay, sorry. But he's like, that's one, one, sorry. one. <laughs> I'll stop distracting your okay. counting. So, great. Now I have to think. Okay, no, you got Kansas, it. Springland, Helper, Spanish Fork, Spanish Fork, Fountain Green, Mount Pleasant. Seven times. <gasps> what? We both moved seven times in our lifetime before we what? became adults. That's weird. High five. <laughs> and you know what else is interesting? There's we, nine kids in my family. And, and there's nine, nine kids, kids in, in my family. family. <laughs> Not the same family. <laughs> and then also your mom gave birth to you when she was 28 and so did my mom. And your mom gave birth to you when she was 28. So in 19, let's see, in 1995, how old were you? I was five turning six in 1995. Okay. Because I was born in 1989. Okay. So, Any significant um, memories from that time in your life? Yeah. So actually, we we were in our third house that I was in <laughs> that we had moved to since I was born. Which house was that? Um, helper house okay. actually. So the Springland house was where I had some of my first memories where I was like swinging my feet on the po- on the counter singing lollipop, 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 ba-boom, boom, boom over and over again. And then <laughs> but the house after that was when I really, really started remembering like everything i think like i can i can we actually went back to that house in one of our older videos on the beach house on the beach house last year yeah january yeah and i literally walked around the property saying all the memories that i had and they were just like popping into my head over and over and over and over and over because i i full-on could remember everything at four that was the house that you went swimming in the garbage can. Yes. And we talked about that in the last yes. video, I think. It was That was also the house where you slammed Steven's lips in the doorway. Yes, I slammed Steven li- Steven's lips in the doorway. And Andrew <laughs> had one of those pull, like, motorcycles, you know, that you would pull the wheel and then it would let it go and, let it, it, go and it would zoom. Well, he pulled the wheel back and stuck it in my hair and it zoomed uh. in my hair and my hair went... <laughs> And ripped up and like wrapped up all around it. Oh my goodness. And then I screamed, Mom, Mom, help me! That reminds me of a story. When I was probably 10, (laughs) I was chewing gum and I put it in Marshall's hair. Intentionally. (laughs) Well, here's the back, like my mind, my thought process was gum gets stuck in hair and doesn't come out, right? So I'm going to do this science experiment where I put it in his hair and see if I can pull it right out without it getting stuck. But I put it in his hair and he freaked out and kind of did this. Like, what's going on? (laughs) And it rubbed all up in his hair and I'm like, "Ah!" you ruined my experiment. (laughs) And then of course he's like, "Ah, which is true. But not understanding my thought process, it sounds way worse than it actually was. I think that's how most kids get in trouble. <laughs> I think they have an actual theory for something, A and they go to test it, it out, right. and they get in trouble. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> and Andrew, if we were to sit with his little motorcycle, and say, I'm "What's sure going on? Why did you think that? 
What were you thinking? I'm sure Andrew had a good reason to put that motorcycle in your hair. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> it wasn't because he was being mean. He just wanted to be mean. He was probably mad at me, actually. <laughs> I, I was a snot. I fought with Andrew so, so bad, like, growing up. That was Would you tease Andrew because of his reaction? Well, it's... Because I know you tease Ryan. When I his... was younger, I couldn't tease him because he was so much older than me. Mm. So I just disagreed with him all the time <laughs> because I saw, this is my perspective as a little child, Andrew and Ryan played all the time with each other and Jennifer was six years older than me. So that was kind of a big gap. So I kind of really hung out with Ryan the most and Steven the most because mm -hmm. Steven's just younger than me. And I just did not get along with Andrew. I... A lot of the time, I think it might have been jealousy because he was pulling my best friend, Ryan, away from me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, just because they're boys. They're both boys. They both had the same interests and stuff, and they're close in age. So it was like... And you didn't have any close sisters. Jennifer was old no. enough that she didn't really play with you very Jessica's much. Jessica's the closest. So she was four years younger than me, and for some reason... Wait, she's four years younger than you? Yeah. Jessica? Jennifer, yeah, Jessica. And okay. then Jennifer's six years older than me. So, so I'm surrounded by boys. So Jennifer is to you kind of like what James is to Charlie. Yeah. So like imagine James playing gap. with Charlie. It wouldn't it really make really sense. It didn't really happen. Like, yeah, they get along, but it's not like, hey, bud, let's go do something together. Yeah, it didn't happen like that. Right. Um, I mean, actually, I guess she did, but it wasn't natural. It didn't come like best buds. You know, yeah. it was just like, oh, we're, we're sisters. We play, you, you know, but such a big age gap just makes right. a big difference so anyways um i fought with andrew a lot 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 like well, he's every pretty day disagreeable and i say that in the nicest way possible <laughs> uh, um but what was i getting at that's what i'm wondering because it was memories just, from oh yeah Helper. he put the, th the thing in my hair we fought all the time who threw your boot into the pond in the winter i think that was both of them andrew, andrew and ryan, ryan. <laughs> that was in the same <laughs> combined house combined right? effort they also pinned me down and shoved a grasshopper down my throat like which now if i saw one of our kids do that to one of our other kids i would freak out what did your mom do i think she was just like don't do don't that. Do that. <laughs> no, she probably punished them, but it was like, now we talk about it and it's funny. But right. seriously, who does that? <laughs> don't, don't shove grasshoppers down people's throats. This is just a science experiment. What will happen if we throw a grasshopper? I remember it kicking in my throat. I the remember feeling? the feeling of it being like, kick, 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 kick. And I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's a traumatic experience are you terrified of I was grasshoppers four. now i don't play with grasshoppers <laughs> that's for sure oh, that reminds me of a traumatic experience i had when we lived in pine hills oh uh, we were catching bugs <laughs> at this time in my life i wasn't afraid of bugs yet <laughs> that but this is the story of how i became afraid of bugs this is the story of how i became afraid of bugs. so we we're catching bugs and I found a worm and I dug up this worm and I was holding the worm in my hand and I was looking at it and it was like dirty and it was like kind of a gray color and all of a sudden what I thought was a tongue pink bright pink sticks out of the worm like it's sticking its tongue out at me and I freaked out and I threw the worm on the ground I was like ah! 
<laughs> like this worm stuck its tongue out at me. It was so terrifying. <laughs> it was freaky. And from that moment on, I've never trusted bugs. I don't trust you. You might stick your tongue out. You might. Me. They might do something unexpected and terrify Transform me. Transform in so, front of your face. Oh, in the same house, I saw a caterpillar that had all these little, like, I'm trying to remember it in my mind how it looked. It was like spiky. It was one of those fuzzy yeah. caterpillars. It was really big. Um, but it had like all these like worm things coming out of it. Worm? Yeah. Ooh. Almost like, and I and I think I've read about this later, and I think like wasps or hornets would like put their eggs inside <gasps> of caterpillars. That sounds horrible. And it was so like nasty, like freaky gross that that added to my phobia of that gives me trapophobia yeah so i'm like terrified of insects now that's gross well you know what when i say i don't blame you because florida (laughs) has some incredibly disgusting huge cockroaches huge spiders huge beetles huge grasshoppers huge crickets like huge and i'm saying like i saw one the size of a mouse a grasshopper yeah yep that is too big. And spiders with a leg span the size of my hands. Yes. Yes. And that is horrifying. Ugh. Ugh. Florida. <laughs> when we lived in Florida, there were so many gross things that I saw that I've never seen in my life that were bugs. And I was like, I'm going to die. I, I remember. This is, I will die here. In that same house. <laughs> bugs will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in Pine Hills, uh, one time I was really, really sick. And I remember I'd been sick all day and I hadn't eaten anything all day. And I was laying on the floor and my feet were like all the way against the wall underneath the TV. And I was looking up at the TV. I don't know why I was laying like this, but my legs were like underneath the TV stand. <laughs> and I was watching the TV all day, just kind of laying there looking up at the TV. And all of a sudden I felt something moving on my legs. <laughs> like a tickling feeling kind of like moving up my leg. And I was like, <sighs> and I looked and I, and I saw a spider crawling up my leg a big spider and i flicked my leg and the spider went flying and i screamed and yelled and it was like very scary that is horrifying in florida <laughs> i saw the weirdest looking gigantor spider in the kitchen on the floor it was crawling across the floor like an old almost dying spider i was like what is wrong with that spider what is wrong with that and i looked closer and the entire the whole thing was covered in crawling baby spiders. The spider was covered in crawling like spi- babies. I've seen that before too. The spider was covered in its babies. Yep. And it was so scary that I took a flip flop and I lifted it above my head and I was like, I have to kill it. You have to kill all of them. I have to kill <laughs> all of them swoop. in one. So I hit as hard as I could. But the wind, just the wind from the flip flop coming down on them exploded all the baby spiders everywhere all over the floor they were in every (laughs) single spot on the floor and i was screaming bloody murder and hitting everything Uh, with my flip-flop because i did not know it was gonna make it make them all go because they are just so light that just the tiny bit of wind from the flip-flop made them go everywhere and then i was just "Ah!" i mean it was so so scary it was so ever since then i saw like a few more after that i always went very slowly and then squish them So I got them all in one and I didn't you have to be screaming. <laughs> oh my goodness. You learned the right way to oh, kill spiders. Oh. Hey, while we're on the topic of spider so memories, scary. I have to share this now because otherwise I might forget. 
um, Melanie, when she was driving home from church one day and we, she was a teenager and I wasn't with her in the car. Uh, she was driving a big white van, which was our family van. As she was driving down the street, there was a car in front of her getting ready to make a right turn. And so it was slowing down, but she didn't notice this because she was distracted. There was a spider coming down on the, on the visor. <laughs> so she's driving. She sees the spider. She freaks out about the spider. So she's not looking at the road to realize that the car in front of her is slowing down to make a right turn. And she rear-ended him really, really hard oh. and totaled the vehicle. Because oh. she was so scared of that spider. That's when you slam on your brakes. Yeah, spiders are no joke. But you know what? What The (laughs) ironic part about all of this is all the spiders we saw in Florida wouldn't kill you. Oh, yeah. They're not They don't kill you. (laughs) But here in Utah, the ones that I know, well, I am scared of black widows, but we have black widows all over the place. Mm -hmm. And I am more scared of Florida spiders <laughs> than I am of Utah spiders totally. just because it's what I'm familiar with versus what I'm not familiar well, with. If there's a spider this big, but it's really, really toxic and will kill you or a spider this big that won't hurt even at all, this is going <gasps> to be way more <gasps> scary to me. It just, I can't <sighs> get that out of my mind. Yes. No matter how hard I try. It's scary. <laughs> all of them are scary. <laughs> so, um... So in Pine Hills, while we were living there, my dad would play sports with us a lot in the backyard. I remember playing football. We have home videos of us playing football in the yard. I remember learning how to play baseball in that yard. I remember um, on a lot of times during Sunday, like Sundays after church, we'd come home and we'd play sports. And then we'd go over to my grandma's house, um, which was my my stepdad's mom. And we'd go to her community pool and we'd go swim at her house. And then we'd usually watch a movie or something at her house. Um, afterwards and we did I, I feel like this was something that we did a lot of like maybe yeah. an entire summer every single Sunday it was just kind of a habit or else you wouldn't really remember it that much yeah but I remember doing it a lot yeah and it was a really fun time I remember yeah. learning how to swim in that pool it was like a neighborhood pool and I remember doing Indian or what's the like chicken fighting oh, yeah, on chicken my dad's fighting. back and I remember <laughs> him swimming with us around they had a diving board and we'd walk off the diving board and just such good memories that sounds like fun and now we can provide that for people because we have a swimming pool in our house I wish we had a diving board it's not deep enough I guess yeah, it's not really deep enough unless it was a belly flop diving board <laughs> then that, it's deep enough <laughs> um I I know this is a little bit off topic. Maybe we should talk about this in the next podcast. But I was thinking we should talk about why our moms and dads had so many kids. Like the reason, you know. Oh, well, this goes back to our origins. So I feel like that's something. Well, let's talk about it in the next podcast because I feel like I could talk about a lot in in that, you know. Well, I had another idea of what I wanted to talk about the next oh. podcast. But if you want to talk about that, I guess that's yeah, that's fine. Um something that well so 1996 i think you should talk about it now 1996 well i i have something else i want to talk about now oh, okay. it pertains to kind of that year okay um my parents were actually driving and this is a miracle um but they were driving maybe we should talk about this in the miracles podcast we're gonna <laughs> talk about that too <laughs> no that's after we got married uh, oh okay so um my mom was pregnant with her eighth child in 1996. No, seventh child. 
technically eight because she had one of them pass away. But anyways, um, so my sister Amanda was, she was pregnant with my sister Amanda. She was eight months pregnant and we were moving. So we were living in Helper and we were moving to Spanish Fork into a rental from like this tiny, tiny house. The one that I have all of my like first memories in. And um, they were driving and typically my mom would follow my dad. My dad would go in front and my mom would just follow him. But and he was like in a bigger vehicle she was in a smaller car and both of them at the same time as they were driving decided to pull over and talk to each other and they just felt like they should switch places so she drives in front and he follows her and that hasn't that like they don't do that they just don't do that um but they decided to do that and oh but they decided to do that and she it was a it was a snowy day like it was raining a lot and uh, the night before it rained and then it snowed the next day so all of this the roads were actually covered in black ice which just means you can't see it it's on the road but you cannot see the ice at all and it's it's not like snow covered road where you're like oh i need to drive carefully um and i honestly i think black ice is more dangerous than snow because snow is a little bit more grippy than ice so they were driving and this car out of nowhere from the other lane comes head first and smashes into my dad and both of the cars spin and my mom pulls over to the side of the road and somehow they all end up on the side of the road well there was a cliff too by the way on the other side but they she smashed into my dad and they all ended up lined up on the side of the road perfectly off of the road somehow <laughs> Um, like by the mountainside. By the mountainside. And this, the crazy part is if they hadn't gotten that prompting, that feeling, they that lady would have smashed into my mom, killing her and the baby. It would have because of how bad the accident was. Like how small your and mom's how little small car the was. car was. Yeah. Uh, Versus your dad's big yeah, old truck. Yeah. And he was wearing a seatbelt, thankfully. But he had a bruise the whole length of his seatbelt on his chest. I remember wow. that. And it was a dang good thing he was wearing it or else I don't think I'd have a dad right now, you know. Wow. Um, but anyways, there was also a cliff on the other side. And if she hadn't have smashed into him, she would have died too. They both ran over to her after because my dad was fine. Everybody was fine except for she was unconscious and she had pulled the whole steering wheel bent it because she was trying so hard with her hands to change directions and she had so much adrenaline and just superhuman strength through that <laughs> that she literally bent the steering wheel trying to turn and couldn't do it and smashed into my dad and then they were all okay and she didn't go off the cliff so it's just so interesting that is one of those that is such a miracle to me um my mom didn't die. She didn't lose the baby. The other lady didn't die. Everybody lived. And it was all because of this small feeling that they got. Uh, and that was literally when we were moving. So that's why they were following each other. They both had things in the car. And I think Jennifer was with all of the kids. She was, I don't know, 12. Or actually, I think I think we were at my grandma's house. But... We were being watched over, and they were too. <laughs> I have a story of superhuman strength. 
Yeah. Uh, when I was a teenager, I remember I was walking in the house and I was in walking around um, and I heard my mom in the garage yelling and screaming like she was uh, in pain or scared or something. Yeah. And I ran as fast as I How could. How old were you? A teenager? I was a teenager, probably 14. Yeah. Or 15. And I ran into the garage and a huge pile of like plywood boards had tipped over and fallen on my mom. Whoa. And she was pinned I think we had uh, just a bunch of junk in the garage. Um, and so she was kind of pinned up against all this stuff with all these boards leaning on top of her and she couldn't move. Wow. She couldn't lift them and she was trapped. I don't think I've ever heard this hurt. story. Well, it just never came up, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I just ran up and I got underneath the boards and I just pushed all of them at the same time. Like rather than moving one board at a time, I just pushed all of them and pushed them back up against the wall. So she could get free. Wow. And I remember thinking like. My hero. <laughs> oh. I just, I remember thinking like, that was really heavy. And I think adrenaline helped me to do it. Oh, totally. Because I was pretty scrawny as a teenager. And I don't <laughs> think <laughs> I had enough upper body strength to actually do that. But because I was like pumping with adrenaline, just like I have to save my mom. Like I didn't even think twice. I just, you know. And. There were probably some bodybuilding angels around you <laughs> helping you out a little bit. Definitely. <laughs> and I moved all the boards and felt pretty good. That wow. was kind of cool. <laughs> That's amazing. So I've never heard that story before. thought that was applicable to this time. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I think we're going to call that an episode. I think that's it for this episode of kind of moving a lot and, and some of yes. our childhood memories from... Around the 1993, 94, 95-ish. Yeah. Um, in the next episode, I want to talk about going to public school for my first time. Oh. Because I was homeschooled before that. I want to talk about our parents and why they had so many dang kids. That's a good thing to talk about. <laughs> okay. So stay tuned to next week, you guys. Thank you for tuning in to Beach Theory. We're available anywhere you find podcasts and also here on YouTube every single week. We love you guys. We appreciate your support. And... Keep coming back for more every single day. All right. Beach Theory out. Bye.